0: Bringing you into our new season,
1: yes, yeah, sir. Season two. Season two. So we've been off for about five months. June was the last one, so let me count on my on my digis here. Carry the one. July, August, September, October, November. Yeah, about five months.
0: Yeah. Holy cow! I honestly that time flew by.
1: It did, and uh, you know we said we were going to go see the things and touch the things, and you know I saw some things and touched some things, but. <laughs> Oh yeah, not historical.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, but, I mean, so then what did you do? So, well, you know. I mean, I know. I
1: you're, you're very aware. So the the for the listeners, I guess. Um, I was thrust into being the head coach of our daughters, Chad's daughter, and my daughter's flag football team. It was the day of, and I had signed up to be a coach on their team because they didn't have one. And uh, yeah, I got a, uh, walked up day one. I was on time. You know, most, most parents show up on time with their kid because I was thinking it'd be another week or something till til they put me as a coach because I filled the shit out on Friday. And walk up and they're like, oh, hey, oh, it's was Randy. Randy texted me, said, we'll see you at the game, coach. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it went through. Oh god, that fat like they <laughs> oh, fast tracked no. me, man. And yeah, so I show up and it's like, here is your coaching shirt. Here is a uh, your how many how many uh, medals do you want today? I am like, I have no idea what I am doing, dude. And uh, by the grace of God, there was one of the staff members there who actually helped me that day. He's yeah, like, Coach he's Trey. like, Help. yeah, Coach Dre.
0: He was a ref. He was going to be a ref that day, and he stood in uh, as your assistant. Oh, he
1: stood in as the head coach that day. I was just like, I don't even know what to do. You know?
0: Yeah. No. That was. It was fun to watch. It was. A, it was a fun season, and it was kind of fun watching you. And um, I mean, you you made a friend through the whole thing. Well, we both did, Mister uh, Milton.
1: Yeah, Mister Milton. He's uh, Sir Milton. Sir Milton. Yeah. He should be knighted.
0: Yes, he was a <laughs> he was a great assistant coach.
1: Yeah, you know he was great. He's and he's a great dude. Oh, yeah. that, that was fun. Got to got to meet some cool people along the way. And what so was I, the season like? Well, shut up. You know what the season was like.
0: I, I mean, I know I do. I just want you to say it. It coach. Was,
1: we went we went one five and one. Okay, one five and one. Yes, and we had we had some talent on that team, a lot of talent. Yeah, no, there, there was Jordy being like yeah, probably top two players on that team, and then we didn't realize the talent we had in some of the other players like like Aiden until like later much later in the season it's like you're going to be the quarterback dude
0: yeah no it, those two connected my daughter and uh, this kid Aiden like it the, was a beautiful pass at just the last game of the season yeah that was like
1: the whole field oh
0: yeah it was yeah started at end zone to end zone it mm-hmm. was it was one of those like real proud dad like bring a tear to your eye a moment. You're like, well, and, That's my kid.
1: And your family brought like the house. Like Jordan had her own her own section of cheering <laughs> like, anything anything happened with Jordan. It's like louder than the rest of the crowd when anything happened with anybody else on the team It's like Yeah you know. I mean, Holy shit, am I at an NFL game?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we only brought like fifty people. It was cool, you know. Yeah. Just... Well, I mean, and then, you know, speaking of NFL games, we had that kid. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He had a full beard. Yeah, he had a full beard. I mean, he was like fast tracked to the to the NFL Combine.
0: Yeah, what? What? Where we were the Jets? We, we, we our were. Our team the was Jets. the Jets, and they then were what the, was that? The they Chiefs? were the Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. So we played the Chiefs. What three times? And it's yep. like that kid's beard grew like exponentially between. <laughs> he looked, he looked each like game.
1: Santa Claus, but not gray.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like who? Come on, dude. Yeah,
1: he was. He was super tall, and he was according to. Uh, Milton's girlfriend's son, who is was in the twelve and up, he said that kid was not like, you know, uh what was it seven to eleven? Was our age group. Oh yeah. Age yeah. Group? yeah. He's like, I played with that dude last year. He's not eleven years old.
0: It's like dude. I could tell. I mean, dude, between plays he's out there smoking cigarettes and yeah, doing push ups. And man. drinking frickin' tequila. Dude. <laughs> I mean, it was insane. oh
1: man yeah that
0: was that was fun (laughs) it
1: was (laughs) it was a good summer man it was it was a good summer and uh so we're back we're holiday season so it might be a little tough for us to get episodes out but we're gonna do our best and uh we do have a new permanent resident on the podcast he's a not quite blue collar but not quite white collar either so i allowed it Hey. I I don't know if you allowed it, but you know, he's he was on the fringe.
0: I'm collarblind anyway, so.
1: I'm sorry. You said you're you're what again?
0: Colorblind. <laughs> oh, that's, man. That's pretty bad, dude. I, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had to. Anyway, everybody welcome Joe
2: You're super quiet. Yeah, I think so, too. Hey, yeah. Um, hi, all. How's it going? Joe. Here. What's up, Joe? Hey.
1: So tell tell the audience, our listeners, a little bit about you. Just a
2: little bit. Snippet. We have some stuff to get to. You know, I don't want to cut you short, but. Yeah. Uh, I'm a boring guy, uh, but I am a dad. Uh, got a little three-and-a-half-year-old uh, daughter at home, and she's amazing. and uh, She's a lot of work, which I, I feel all dads can relate to, probably. But, uh, yeah, it's been fun. She was actually born the week that the state of Colorado went into COVID oh.
1: lockdown. COVID baby.
2: Yeah. yeah. she Literally, we walked into the hospital, came out, and there was no meat, no diapers, no formula. Oh, my God. Like, we, we luckily had a little bit of that stuff because we kind of obviously knew she was going to be born. But, yeah, n- not ready for a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I don't think anyone was. But yeah, well, I, I mean, think. I was That's... secretly planning. Yeah,
0: it's all Chad's fault.
1: <laughs> you had like Bill Gates' secret information.
2: <laughs> I, I did, and
0: I stockpiled all the toilet paper. Dude, funny enough,
1: like two days before the country shut down and everything went off the shelves, Lauren and I went to Costco with her parents, and I saw this gigantic thing of toilet paper, right? And it was like I don't know, I'm, I'm throwing numbers out there. It was like nineteen bucks before inflation, but it was yeah, before all this shit, and it was like <laughs> I don't know. 102 rolls of toilet paper. (laughs) And I'm like, let's get that one. And she's like, that's too much. I'm like, babe, that one is $19. You want to get the 24-pack, and that's $21. This one makes sense. Dude, we were trading toilet paper for steaks.
0: Hey, man, you got that stuff? (laughs) I'm dead serious, You got the good stuff? Is it two-ply? Oh, my gosh. Does it rip on the first wipe?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Stealing it from fucking (laughs) porta-potties. Oh, oh my boy. god man yeah you're 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 covid millionaire at that point man <laughs> ballin but, dude there was people trying to return their costco packs of toilet paper and all that kind yeah. of man, that was a wild wild times man well so yeah. you
0: brought a child into the world
2: yeah during the lockdown yeah yeah a little bit of that um but uh yeah it's been a it's been an adventure so far you know just going through the same motions that probably most parents are are going through of Teaching her to, you know, crawl, walk, all that kind of stuff. Getting into now she's, you know, t- obviously she's very good at talking right now. She's really good at um, speech and she can write and identify letters, numbers. She can count, you know, one to ten, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I kind of had this conversation today because it was it was second Thanksgiving for
1: for me today. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so my brother in law has a three year old boy, right? Mm. He's a beautiful child. And he's hilarious. But, I, 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 like, and I'm not talking shit. I don't, I don't ever mean to. But I was like, I think, like, Autumn was talking and a little bit more than he is at that point. Maybe it's just being a parent at that point and, you know what I mean, thinking your child was more advanced than what you – because she's 10 now. I don't freaking know, seven years ago, you know. Yeah, but the lines <laughs> are blurred at that point. Yeah, yeah, so it's like I don't know if it was three or four or five when she got really good at speaking. But, I mean, if, if Emily's – Speaking and writing
2: and stuff, I feel like
1: I might be right, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to remember those things unless you write them down. And, and I, I think we didn't do nearly a good enough job at, you know, documenting like, oh, today she did her first, yeah. you know, mom or dad. Like, it's just uh, a, lot of, a lot of those things. What just, was her first word? Uh, dad. Okay, like good. A, like a baller. Nice. Um, Ayo. Hey. Ayo. Uh, my, my first word was ka. Because my, my mom is from uh, from Massachusetts, so uh, I had the Bostonian accent. So she was very proud that my first word was ca <laughs> Khakis. <laughs> yeah, hey, go get the khakis, mom. yeah. Where where the khakis at? <laughs> but,
1: funny, yeah. funny enough, yeah, yeah. So uh, so, uh,
2: where is your blue collar fringe? Because I know you said you worked in oil and gas. You said, yeah, yeah. I, I worked in oil and gas a little bit. I. Uh, Worked in a, a factory uh, that made fertilizer in Florida. You know, all, all these guys are all union and hardworking people and uh, really smart, really well-skilled and, and all that kind of jazz. I feel like I've been working alongside blue-collar people for a while. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, I feel like I have a lot of connection to them. And obviously, I, I have a connection to you guys, right? Not only just because we're, we're, we're pretty close friends and we have friends of friends and all that jazz. But, yeah, you know, I know the industries you guys work in. I i i like building stuff i like you know wind turbines i like all these different things that you know you guys deal with all the time um i feel like a lot of overlap happens with kind of what i've done in the past and what i still do and i'm kind of getting into project management stuff now which you know we kind of mentioned uh last week a little bit um off in, the, off in air. the yeah in yeah, the test episode yeah test episode exactly. yeah but uh yeah i i think uh i have a little bit of that kind of skill set but uh yeah always learn man i'm I don't know nothing, and I can I can prove it. So what what was it? What'd you say, Chad? You're you're what again?
0: Collar blind. I'm collar blind. Yeah.
2: Boo. <laughs> oh come on. Boo. Cut
0: me some slack. <laughs> That's pretty bad. It's a dad joke, you know. All right. <clears throat> where do where do blue collar chickens work? <laughs> where? The eggplant. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, no shit.
1: So that means all chickens are blue collar because they all work at the egg. Plant.
0: Then we got a little bit more in common with chickens than we did yesterday. All right, so you're welcome.
1: Not really. Only only chickens are the species. Chickens are the only species that have a hundred percent mortality rate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: okay. <laughs> you're either going to eat them, or they're going to lay eggs for you, and you're going to eat the eggs. I mean.
0: Well, way to, way to darken that a little bit. It was, uh. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a pretty clever one. <laughs> the eggplant, you know? I work oh. in a factory. In a downtown? In downtown? Millions of peaches? No, no, no. I don't can peaches. <sighs> what do you can? Never mind. <laughs> what can you do? Well, I ship things. Yeah, I all right. I box them and ship them. Here we go.
1: Right into the work stuff. Hey how you said uh you were forced to take a vacation
0: yeah yeah so uh i snapped on the wrong person um i'm not one that just jumps on the opportunity to take just it just is it, it builds up and builds up and i don't pay any ten, pay any mind to it rather right and anyway snapped on the wrong person my boss was like hey where are you at after that episode and uh Found me he's like hey remember that two week vacation you were threatening
1: yeah i think you should take it
0: yeah <laughs> if uh if you don't know and this is how he said it: if you don't put in for it you're gonna go home early today mm. and you're gonna go home every day early after that until you put in for it damn yeah mm.
1: and you do four tens right
0: well four elevens
1: okay okay <clears throat> that's still i mean yeah that's not bad 44 hours a week
0: Yeah, i try to be the first in and the last out kind of deal for my team. FIFO? Something like that. Philo? First in, last out. Yeah, 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 Philo. Start calling you Philo. (laughs) That's a good name. (laughs) That would be the first, but sure, yeah, yeah. As a non-supervisor, yeah, I was definitely the last in and the first out. (laughs) LIFO. Hey, see the difference? LIFO. And then they... You know, then you get promoted. Anyway, anyway, we're gonna leave that there. Mm. But yeah, no, I took two weeks off and honestly I didn't realize I needed it until I was probably about week two in hanging out with my pop. Right. And I was checking my phone, still like analyzing emails and things. I'm like What the hell? So I put my phone down and me and my pop just started working on stuff, just around the house, getting uh just little things done for like the truck. You, yeah. You support uh you supported me some tools. Yep. Um to get the bearing done on the on the SUV. Yep. So <clears throat> that was cool. So anyway. The so, whole takeaway. Yeah was good. The whole takeaway. We we talk about in our in our in one of our descriptors of our show is that we give advice. Yes. And I'm not sure how much advice I've ever given on the show. Uh we <laughs> you know, slim to none. We we try my snippet for this episode is mental health. It's no joke. Take that time. It it's important. Yeah, focus on yourself a little bit every now and then.
1: Mental health is very very important for yeah. sure. T- time off work cuz that's that's all we do, man. Wake up, go to work. Dude, I had a I had a moment about 8 months ago where I didn't know Lauren was awake. And I wake up and I was like, dance, monkey, dance was the first words out of my mouth when I woke up. And she rolled over and she was like, are you OK? I was like, no, I'm not fucking OK. Like, I am so tired of this. Get up. Go to work. Work your day job. Come home. Go to sleep. Wake up. Go to work. I am so. And I was like on fire first thing in the morning, dude. That's, like,
2: that's pretty bad when you wake up that way. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like mental health is super important. Like, take that time off, you know.
2: It is. And I'm
0: gonna go dark for like twenty seconds. No, that's
1: that's part of the what we do, man.
0: You dads out there. There's a study, and I learned this uh from a from a sermon at church. Most heart attacks happen on a Sunday night for men. Mm, before work. <laughs> Most suicides for men are on Mondays. After work. So
1: Yeah, mental health is it major. Just we'll we'll leave it there. Just leave take there. take care of yourselves.
2: Yeah, yep. That's that's a good call out. Yeah. So, There's
1: anyway, pl- plenty of awareness hotlines of whatever sort suicide, depression, all that stuff.
0: And then reach out to reach out to us if you need need yeah. need someone to talk to. You don't know us, whatever. We're we're here to we'll,
1: help. We'll be a third party. Third Very party.
0: Anonymities are our, our thing. Anyway, moving on, guys. No, we're good. We're moving good. Moving
2: on. We got we're, we're still rolling perfect time. Well, I'll I'll, tra- I'll use that as a transition to me because uh, I actually was also burnt out at work pretty hardcore, not in the sense that I was being overworked. I think I I had not a lot on my plate towards the end, but uh, I, I was actually let go in October from my job, and I was so ecstatic. <laughs> <laughs> the, the opposite. She's like, yes. Yeah, man. I I just you know y- y- sometimes uh, what is the Spider Man. Quote. It's like you 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 live long enough to become a villain. Yeah, that's that's what it kind of felt like. Batman, Batman, Batman. Batman, Yeah, Yeah. thank you. Yeah. So it felt like I was there for over seven years, and I felt like I had seen so many layoffs, so many different. Mm -hmm. I'd had like probably five or six different bosses at least, at least probably more than that, and my my role had changed so many times. My position, my you know everything had just changed so much, and I learned a lot. I was very grateful for having having worked there so long, but. I was just, I think, overwhelmed in the sense that, like, just burnt out, just tired of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So now I'm like shopping around for different jobs and
1: and they're paying more from oh, what you were saying. Oh yeah, like they're paying I, more than what
2: I actually had a job offer two weeks ago, and it was already paying ten, fifteen percent higher. I think something like that. I didn't Jeez. do the math, but yeah, it was. It's like it's silly to to stay at these companies. Another word of advice is shop around man even if you have a job look yeah. around try do do job offers do job interviews you know like uh, that's why i keep my linkedin
1: that's the only social yeah. media i keep on point i post stuff yeah. every time i get a promotion or a new certification or something i put it on linkedin every single time
0: yeah and i was shocked to know that you had a linkedin i didn't know you did yeah cuz i thought folks this dude is like anti social media and then he brings up this linkedin my jaw dropped what do you do with your LinkedIn? I get job offers all the time. <laughs> I, I get recruited all the time too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, all I, the time. I got hit up once. I built my LinkedIn because it was a college project. Right. Say so, hey, do this, and I did, and, and and I got recruited once. Well, saw after once. Went through the rigmarole. Anyway, I'm not going to build refrigerators for, for the rest of my life. <laughs>
1: yeah. But anyway, your LinkedIn. Yeah, that that got me, I guess, moving to the next one quickly where I like this. Um, I received a job offer from a company called, and I'm going to say it because I'm kind of mad at them. It's called Boston Green Company, right? So they have, uh, they do a lot of what my company right now does, a lot of gas and fuel and service and all that stuff, but they also have what I do, lift and lube. So... (laughs) Lift installations, lube installations, compressor installations, blah, 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 blah. And I put a post up of a really big install that I had just done. And it's, I mean, it's pretty. Everything I do is pretty. And he hits me up like the next day after I put that up. And he said, I've been looking for somebody with your talent for over a year and a half, man. He's like, what what, what you do is so hard to find. <coughs> Can we set up a time for a conversation on the phone? I'm like, sure, tomorrow's fine. So I called him and he's like i could pay you 100 grand to come out here and i was like oh yeah i mean that sounds great i was still in the midst of a different job opportunity with a competitor here in colorado so this was like a whole muddled mess at that time and they said 100k the other company offered 78 here and i was like i'm i'm in for for boston screw it you know yeah and we had the actual official job interview over the phone and they went 115 over the phone and I'm like sweet yeah we can I'll do that like whatever and the guy sends me the offer letter and the the job requirements and it is literally the job requirements took up a page and a half so I had to email back and I'm like um I was assuming you wanted me to step into more like a leadership role not do Inventory on a daily basis. Inventory for jobs. Sell jobs. Um, I mean, a list of it was a list of demands. You wore a lot of hats, basically. Yeah, it it wasn't even like a job requirements. It was a list of freaking demands, like from a terrorist. You know, (laughs) it was it was bad, dude. And so I I emailed him back, and I'm like, "This is not going to be good for you or me." You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to make money if you want me to do all this stuff. If you want me to be out. Facilitating certain things, sure, we'll make some money and I can take some of those responsibilities, but there's a, yeah, it, it was bad. That was like basically my job stuff, but it, it was, well, I'm still mad at him.
0: Well, you're leaving something out. You got a promotion.
1: I did get a promotion because of the offer from the competitor. I'm all squeaky and I don't know why.
0: Well, congratulations on your promotion.
1: Yeah, I'm now a uh, project coordinator, but I'm still in the field. So.
0: There was some good news behind that that you're not really getting into. I mean, the good news is not there yet. I'm still exactly where
1: I was before they gave me a title. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not actually a coordinator yet. Mm. They want me to build people up, and then eventually I'll be out of the field. Which, I mean, I've I've been with this company now five years, so it's like – and I've been doing what I do for – Almost 10, so it's like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll stay.
0: I feel like you're being coy. It was the owner or someone close to that rank that stopped you from leaving. Oh, yeah, he said, I do not accept
1: your two week notice.
0: You don't even have to say who. It was. He
1: was the old owner.
0: The old owner. But he's,
1: he was, because the company got bought out, he was uh, the president of the Western region or something like that. I don't know his exact title. But he brought me to breakfast, yeah. And was like, I do not accept your two week notice.
0: (laughs) That's cool. The point, the the reason why I'm like even making you say that is just because it's good that you work for a company that sees your hard work, shows character, shows what they value, and you're one of those things that they value. So, so, you know, congratulations Um, on that. Thanks, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. No, I appreciate that
1: because I I was missing that, and I and I appreciate you calling that out because yeah, it, it does feel good to be. Wanted, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You put your – hey, everybody, we put it all on the line every day. At least you you better be. Right. Bust your Dang ass. It. Just do your job. Do your job. You do your job. You sell your job on LinkedIn, and then it, you're thinking that only other people value that. You get reached out. You get offered jobs based on the work that you do for another right. company and then now this dude comes out of nowhere, i don't accept your resignation. Right. It turns out the whole time they completely value it. Yep. And that's it felt good. It felt good,
1: good. to hear that. So, i hope uh i hope somebody else out there I hope everybody else out there honestly feels that feeling of being wanted by the company that you work for cuz if you don't it's just not it's not worth it. If you feel like you're you're an easily discardable object, you know. You're just like, oh well, we don't really need you. <sighs> Two week notice,
2: yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I feel like I've I've been in many of those shoes, in, you know, where you you're that, oh yeah, go ahead, give your notice in or whatever. A lot of these companies don't care about you when you've been there for x amount of months right. or x amount of years, and yeah, it, it's it's definitely talents and skills aside, they don't. Yeah. They're just like, yep, we'll we'll get somebody else. Yeah, no everyone bit. everyone seems replaceable in. If they if they called you out on that and said, "No, he's actually not replaceable. Let's keep him," you know, kind of thing. Like it, yeah, it, it, it feels felt, it feels good to be wanted. It yeah. felt really good. Yeah,
0: I will say this side of the pandemic, being on on the leadership portion of all of this, it's hard to find talent. So you do oh, yeah. want to retain what you've got.
1: Well, and um, it, niche wise, like my my trade is so niche that there is nobody in the state of Colorado, man. That all these companies are failing. And I'm not going to say names, blah, 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 but the company I came from, I'm going to say this on the airwaves, actually met with my owner to see if he wanted to buy the company. Talk about weird. I left there because they were pieces of crap. Five years later, the boys are like, do you want to buy us?
0: Wow. I, either way, they can't find anybody. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I can't. I gotta pick and choose, like who comes through the door. I mean, I'd, I I want to do Tempt to hire because yeah, here's see, the thing: folks come in and they're like, "Yeah, I'm a forklift operator." Oh yeah, that guy. <laughs> There's oh, dude, a felon walked through the door somehow. Somehow eked by the pre-screening of the, the agency. I mean, I mean, I was like, man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Through the temp agency? Through or the temp agency. Yeah. And I kind of want to do temp to hire because you don't know who you're getting into bed with. Right. I mean, forklift operators, if you're listening, I love you, but you're not God's gift to green earth. Right, and like Sorry. a temp
1: agency is like a condom.
0: Just to prevent it all yeah. from getting all weird.
1: Exactly, so you don't, you know, have a deformed baby
0: You know, (laughs) I'm I'm making a joke, but at the same time, it's like (laughs) weird concept. You just something unplanned. (laughs) There you go. Some unplanned
1: deformed baby. Yes.
0: Oh, my God. Why do you got to go there? Anyway, (laughs) it it was a prevention plan. There. And I guess that's uh, what I bring to the table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Can I get my money back on that? <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is like, a guy walks to the door twice in a year. Okay. The agency didn't do their due diligence because they're also scraping the barrel. So in January. Oh, so I see talent. Okay, continue. In January, I interview a guy mm-hmm. and I offer him, turns it down. I get to, let's say, maybe about a month ago, I interview this same guy. Again, mind you, it's been a while. I Completely fresh in my mind. Right. And I'm sitting across from him, and I'm not even hiring him for me. I'm with my new colleague. Oh, got you. Got you. Yep. Interview, but I'm like, oh, wow, man, this guy's like nailing it, you know, just like he did the first time. And again, unconsciously, I'm like, I think I know this dude. Ooh. We get to the end. Right, clo- as we close get closer to the end, like hey, tell me about your safety track records. And, you know, well, there was this one time I was lifting uh, a concrete slab with my front end loader, and the tire was low, and I didn't feel comfortable, so I stopped. I'm like, Man, that sounds really
2: oddly. <laughs> That's very familiar. Right. Familiar. <laughs> something is amiss.
0: Hold up, but wait he- a minute, something ain't right here. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, he- Perfect dancer, whatever. Interview's done. And the guy that my colleague, he's like, dude, I want him. I'm like, yeah, dude, sounds great. I, I think we have to ask the agency though what if we've met him before. Cause all of his stuff sounds like verbatim how an interview went back in the day. I you know. Yeah, a few months ago, whatever. Yeah. We look up dude's name. There's no joke. I interviewed him in January. We call the agency, they're like Oh my goodness. We are so sorry. He has three active felonies or what however oh you, however God. you word that. <laughs> so again, my point. Talent is hard to come by. And then and they're scraping the barrel. Yeah. And corners are getting cut. A felon sitting right across from me two times. Two times, but didn't flinch none of it. But Perfect. Sold while, himself
1: I don't want to go too far into, but like, are they all doing TikTok? Are they all doing <laughs> YouTube? Did they quit their blue collar jobs and you know start slinging their feet
0: picks for money or what? I don't have good looking feet, so I don't know anything about that.
1: I have great looking feet, actually.
0: <laughs> well, we'll have to I, hit I was, up that. I was actually. <laughs> we're gonna have to hit up the.
1: uh I was complimented one time by a girl. She said, "I don't mean to sound weird, Jeremy, but you have really nice feet." And I was like. That's really weird, Emily Like <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, man I think uh, There's a lot of weird in the room right now Oh, I,
2: not, I mean, not your daughter, no it if <laughs> you got it Yeah, no, not that yeah. <laughs> Not, not Ooh, that, Emily yeah. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, Lord help us Anyway I
1: guess that's what I bring
0: <laughs> Weird shit Definitely Anyway Anyhow
1: So Joe's gonna run our main segment, we're doing like a little shift from last season. So what are the new things doing? All right. So we decided to do instead of just straight up Colorado history, we're going to do history, mystery, interesting things, and story time. So we'll have different segments and uh, each week, one of us is going to lead the segment entirely. And the other ones mostly won't have any idea what the hell is going on. So, genuine reactions, genuine questions. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, it doesn't have to be specifically Colorado history. I know you love, and I love it too. But we could do, you know, like that church in New Mexico with the staircase with no nails. Stuff
0: like that. Oh, yeah? No, that's that's what I'm talking about, man. I mean, just, we don't have to be targeting that narrow of an audience. Well, Colorado history's awesome, and I rep and there's the... There's a lot of it, too. I rep the 303 100%, but we got to expand a little we bit.
1: We rep the 970. What are you talking about?
0: Hey, uh, what what about the 720? Oh, forgot. That's my number. Hey, now. 720,
1: baby.
2: Shoot. So what do you got this week, Joe? Yeah, uh, so I'm looking it up, actually, right now to make sure I have my, my dates right. But <clears throat> it's a little bit of all of those, and that's why I don't have a specific... Uh, a specific you know it falls into this bucket only but uh i will say it's it's probably more history than anything um okay. so okay. I, I guess you can call it that but uh there's a little bit of all of that kind of sprinkled in yeah so it's uh it, it was just negative american heritage day on november 24th so thanksgiving day for for all of us here oh, the- n- you said negative american did I, I did not say negative American. Yes, I guarantee did. you did. <laughs> did I seriously? One hundred percent. I mean, dude. yes, you did. Just, I mean, not a lot of people again. are into the whole pilgrim
0: thing. It's all just, right. Just May, say it again. The Mayflower. So, May power. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm leaving all this in. Fuck it.
2: That's that's fine. I I, des- <laughs> I deserve it. Um, so as I was saying, Native American Heritage Day. Gosh, it's a, it's a mouthful. I don't I, I didn't even know that that was actually Native American Heritage Day, to be honest with you guys. Like, I, I knew that I it, didn't either. But right. I mean, like, it's yeah. something. So I, I was I was Googling around for the, you know, what to talk about on this podcast. And I, I figured out that obviously Native Americans were not treated so well Thanksgiving Day and, you know, in their history here in the U.S. Um, so I wanted to just kind of talk about Native Americans. Chad, you're not helping right now, bro. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. I cracked myself Shut up. Maypower, dude. <laughs> oh, Shut my gosh. <laughs> anyway, no. So it in was, all I th- seriousness. I thought, it,
2: I thought it was fitting and respectful to to talk about Native Americans yes, a little it is, bit. Right? It is the Saturday after Thanksgiving, absolutely.
0: Thank you. Of course. Let's go for it. <laughs> all right.
2: So uh, there have been over 50 tribes. It, it sounds like <coughs> active tribes. I'm not exactly sure, but 50 tribes, at least in Colorado. Um, specifically, I was looking at the Utes, which previously you guys and I had kind of briefly touched on the Ute yeah uh reservation and how i'd actually been there and stuff like that so i have a little bit of, of a personal tie to them but um I've never actually i don't think met any native americans from from there specifically but uh yeah i thought it was kind of cool um so i had a couple a couple facts and i, I figure we can kind of just kind of bounce around after yeah. that and i think you even have some native american in you don't you no no not me no okay. that's ran ran well i mean that's i in your family sorry yeah
0: yeah yeah sorry but uh no. Uh, we had previously discussed your oil and gas experience, which puts you on the Ute uh Reservation. Reservation, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think that ever aired. So Correct. We had episode twenty that we'll probably I don't know, we'll 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 pilfer in there every now and then. But to say that we had
2: we had discussed it, that's when. Uh yeah, sorry if I didn't touch on why or when or how. But um yeah, so uh, good, good point. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of re-highlight it, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, so before I get into facts and stuff like that, uh, just personally, I worked in oil and gas for a little bit, and we had, I, I was in charge personally of Utah, Wyoming, and Colorado, all three states, all the different oil and gas locations in those states, and I was responsible to do environmental stuff and make sure that they were up to code up to spec all that kind of stuff it dabbled a little bit into safety um but i was working side by side with all the operators all the other gosh all the guys that are way smarter at operating all the equipment and um guys that maintain the pipelines and i have a crazy amount of stories for it was only i only worked there for about two two and a half years something like that but i mean the amount of stuff i saw in that industry the things i heard the things i witnessed was just wild um, and so going, circling back to the Ute, Ute reservation itself, we actually had oil and gas locations on the Ute reservation where they had contracts with the oil and gas company I worked for, and they were very, very stringent. You had to be like written into the contracts. Like I, my name was on the contracts because right. if you weren't written in, you couldn't even be allowed on the reservation and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it was a fantastic place. I saw... I mean, wild horses that literally came up to my truck window probably two feet away from me because they have no fear of humans. Like, just amazing. I actually took some on on this camera that we are now recording on, uh, kind of recording with this camera. I took pictures like feet away from these wild horses like i'll, I'll show you guys pictures later on yeah oh yeah please do I, it, it was amazing i mean i saw like beautiful mountains like cliffs that untouched land it's just amazing out there um i also Ugh. you know told a couple of stories about you know some of the the negative stuff that i heard and saw but uh yeah it was it was very interesting i'll say so um that's a little bit of my tie to the you you U- indian reservations but um I thought it'd be cool to, like, kind of just talk about a couple of facts. Uh, I read a lot of, of different articles and, and websites and stuff. But, yeah, it seems like they're really a very interesting people. And and they're one of, like, the l- larger tribes that that I've found because they're actually yeah. considered so large that they are actually, the, like, their own civilization because they have their own educational systems, their own, you know, history, their own folklore, their own um, – a lot of different things. I forget the exact requirements, but it was pretty fascinating to read about. Hmm.
1: I think the Utes were part of our Sand Creek.
2: I'm, I'm getting there too. I'm oh, getting... that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. So I'm tying it back to some of the stuff that yeah. we're, we already, you guys, are, well, you guys, before my time, uh, talked about on this podcast too. Um, so yeah, yes, they were part of the Sand Creek Massacre. Those were the Ute people that were the unfortunate victims in a lot of that. Yep. That obviously caused a lot of, <laughs> terrible downsides and fallout uh, from that whole thing. And um, obviously not good for anyone. But brutal. yeah, it sure was. Um, the other thing you guys already touched on, which I'll just go ahead and spoil all the spoilers. Um, the other thing is, is that Zebulon Pike mm-hmm. stole Pike's Peak from the Utes. Really? Yeah. I think Chad missed that. I yeah. sure did,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, it's one of them things that they just don't like to divulge anymore. <laughs>
2: Yeah, in November 1806, Zebulon Pike entered the eastern boundaries of the Ute lands, proclaiming one of the Ute's most sacred sites as Grand Peak, now known as Pike's Peak. Prior to this, Ute territory had not been explored on a large scale because of the rugged terrain and high mountain passes. Yep. Yep. And so they they basically stole one of the most sacred icons of the Ute tribe, which I I actually didn't know because I did listen to that podcast that you guys had done. Yeah, and Zebulon was kind of a douchebag. Like, that's I mean, I mean his name's Zebulon. It's, uh, of, right. <laughs> it's like one of those names. But yeah, uh, hey, uh, Zeb. Yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't really pick up on that, and I thought it was funny because I was doing all this research on the Ute Indians, and Pike's Peak came up. So, um, yeah, the other thing that was really interesting was the bear root. Um, they they use a medicinal plant called the bear root, also known as OSHA, ah. hey. <laughs> All right. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration. It's it's spelled the same way too. Yeah.
0: No way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come on. Um, Better but, get Ocean involved here. R- right. <laughs>
2: Shout out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes the OSHA. All right. um, <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. But uh. But yeah. So the bear root uh, medicinal herb that they they actually had it only grows in elevations over seven thousand feet it has antibacterial antiviral powers continues to be used to treat colds upper t- upper respiratory respiratory ailments um it can be chewed or brewed into teas it can be used topically like on your skin yep, yep. in baths compresses and ointments to treat indigestion infections wounds and arthritis all right well i have indigestion so where do i find this bear root yeah, up in the mountains, seven hundred thousand feet up, apparently. But uh, somewhere near Pikes Peak, I assume. I, well, I I assume it's probably on there too. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> all right, to Garden of
0: the Gods. Yeah, we go to Garden of the Gods. We ate. I, I
2: want to find some now. Now the thing about the bear root, uh, it apparently looks like another plant. I didn't write that part down, but I did read it. Apparently, the other plant that it looks like identically is very toxic and will kill you. Oh, so so you like you're playing like Russian roulette. Apparently, the Utes were very good at. Knowing the difference between the two, but yeah. most other people that try to go and find it and take it and all this stuff, they... Ooh,
1: or on this, on the same, or on the flip, they could be like whoever they wanted to poison. They could say, "Hey, this is bear root."
2: Mm, that's pretty smart. And kill
1: their enemies with the fucking poison.
2: Hey, hey, yo! I'll I'll bet you're not far off there. Speaking of bears, the other interesting thing that they did is they had a traditional bear dance. So they, they actually named their, their like kind of famous ceremonial dance, the bear dance. Uh, and I I want to actually look – I haven't looked up videos of it, but I, I hope – I'm sure they're somewhere. out there. Yeah, I want to see some videos yeah. of it because it, it sounded really cool. Um, I wonder if they were like bear skin.
0: Bear skin. Or
2: like the head of the bear while they do it. I would assume so. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of, obviously, Native American kind of – dances in Florida yeah. and stuff too and they do a lot of that. That's kind what of I'm thing. saying. So they yeah. use
1: like the carcass of the animal during the said bear dance. Yeah. I, it, I could see
2: it. Yeah, the Utes were very good at uh, pottery and bead making and a lot of that kind of stuff. They 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 would kill buffalo and other other animals and they would use like the entire Oh, nothing goes to waste. Yeah, nothing yeah. goes to waste. Exactly. So um anyways I thought that was a cool little um you know, tidbit that tied into the other podcast the the pike thing so I'm tied into two two of them yeah yeah, yeah. It, effectively two different episodes um and so the other thing i was going to talk about too is the the other thing in colorado springs that i wanted to just kind of throw a little history fun fact and a little bit of mystery uh is tesla Nikola Tesla. Yeah. You, you guys know the, the name obviously, right? Okay. I, I hope everybody knows the name, but not just pretty, the it's car. It's pretty common. Yeah. But a lot of people just only know the car, but obviously Nikola Tesla is a, a God in the scientific community. Oh, um, for sure. But, yep. um, yeah. So Nikola Tesla actually had a, uh, experimental laboratory in Colorado Springs. I don't know if you guys knew that. I did N- not know though. No. Yeah. So my little fun fact for you guys there, uh, we don't know the exact position of where it was. Um, we know, I think, roughly the the block that it was on sure. is what it sounds like. Uh, I I want to go find it and try to find it. I, I should say. I was say, what did he? Do you know what he tested there? Yes, I do. So he, how the fuck did he get all the way out here? Well, so, so um, yeah. I have
1: I have two things. I'm I'm con- yeah. I'm I'm here. I'm I'm here with you, bro. Yeah.
2: So one <laughs> one of his buddies that he met in I think Chicago or something like that. Um, Up in chi Town. He he actually was from Colorado <laughs> Springs and convinced him to come out here. Color uh or uh not, not sorry not Colorado Nikola Tesla only was here in Colorado for a year. So okay. he he came out here because his like friend wanted him to come out here. He built this experimental laboratory <coughs> station in Colorado Springs, used it for a year, and then he left and went back to New York City. And he <laughs> let the thing kind of degrade in in. So he built it in. Eighteen eight, ninety nine, uh, wow. Used it for a year, and then ni- the year nineteen hundred, he he had left and gone back to New York City. And in nineteen oh four, it was torn down to pay his debts because he was apparently bad yeah, at paying was, his debts. <laughs> he was he was broke when he died. He was like broken, yeah, homeless, and that's, that's true too. Yeah. yeah. um wow. But to answer your question from earlier, he experimented with high voltage, high frequency electricity in the laboratory he was successful in some of his experiments he was unable to build a working wireless energy transmission system which is one of his main goals that he was working on uh, wireless energy transmission systems so uh, a lot of us know you know like how you can kind of put yeah. you know your your Magnets, phone bro. your phone to a wireless charger yep. and it charges right kind of yeah. through your phone right so similar to that what he had envisioned is he would he was trying to power using like the atmosphere, it's insane. But it I think it is proven that it would have worked. I just don't think he got there. But you could basically transmit electricity through the atmosphere, and you could charge whole cities instead of just, like, a small device. This man was... He, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff. I, I think we could probably devote a whole episode to. Oh, him. we could. We should. So I didn't want to go down that rabbit hole because I want all of us to, I think, do our own homework on him and and kind of do that if we go that route. Yeah. But, no, I'm I'm down. But I thought yeah, it'd be cool he's a, to he's at a least
1: a very think. interesting.
2: Yeah. I, I, I didn't think you guys knew, and I was, I was right. So that was that was a pat on my back. But I didn't think you guys knew that he had actually had a laboratory in Colorado Springs. Nope. So, no I'm idea. Quite shocked. Yeah. Jesus, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, Chad's uninvited. Right. <laughs> Those dad jokes.
0: How'd you know? What? How'd you know I it wasn't coming? It's a knee slapper.
2: It sure <laughs> was. Yeah, so a couple other ties I have to Tesla. Uh, so one. My, you own one. Well, there, I wasn't going go that route, but yeah. I, I have I have a Tesla, yes. Uh, but my fiance, Giovanna, mm-hmm. her, her name's kind of technically more pronounced Jovana. Mm-hmm. She is from Yugoslavia, mm-hmm. which is where Nikola Tesla is from. He's from Croatia, which is kind of like a stone's throw away from where Giovanna was born. So she knew about Tesla before I even had met her. And I knew about Tesla from school. And, okay. and so we kind of had different paths. But Tesla is also the reason that Giovanna and I are dating or, or were dating now, now engaged. So the first time I ever talked to Giovanna was she was wearing a nikola tesla shirt and i said nice shirt <laughs> that's an easy end right that nice shirt right but if yeah. you agree on something yeah yeah it's a it's a strong bond i mean because a lot of people don't even know who the hell tesla is and she was surprised that i knew who tesla was and i was surprised that this random chick at work is wearing a tesla shirt right. you know so She's like nice shirt uh, yeah yeah and, and it was like the the face of nikola tesla not like a the brand tesla later on that became more popular but yeah right. so yeah so th- those are my ties to tesla and that's how tesla is tied to the state of colorado so. interesting so interesting what well, i'm surprised we didn't find that i no. didn't know
0: about you and giovanna having that you know kind of electricity between you two in the <laughs> beginning based off the shirt
2: <laughs> <laughs> shocking right He'll be here all night. Sorry, guys. hey <laughs> <coughs> But that's what I had. So I, I figured, you know, seeing as how we were a little short on time last time, I figured I'd just kind of throw two different kind of random snippets. But yeah. both of those things kind of tie back to Colorado Springs, Colorado, and uh, a little bit of my personal yeah. history and and how I kind of you know fit in with the podcast. I think a little bit. And I love Colorado history, and I mean, we don't have to talk Colorado history, but no, yeah, whatever you guys want to bullshit. Well, that's know. what. Yeah, that's what we.
1: Based our whole podcast off of last season, but this season we want to we want to branch out. But I'm glad that you brought that up because it's like I, it's I all connected. Di- I didn't know that.
0: We said it all last season. It's all connected. Yes, it is.
1: Because,
0: and I mean, so one of the episodes that didn't air was what we believe was like the missed perfect opportunity, which was our St. Patrick's Day special. Oh, we got
1: hammered and we we're taking Irish car bombs and yeah, that was great.
0: No, no, that was just you. That's why it didn't air. The mm-hmm. the uh, <laughs> connection between the Springs and Leadville has everything to do with all of the Irish getting exiled from Leadville and forming their own town, the Springs.
2: Really, I didn't know that. Or maybe did you guys talk about that in a previous episode? I don't think so. Right,
0: one that didn't air. It was a perfect one. Oh, know. that was from
2: the St. Patty's one. Yep. A far, uh, okay, I got it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yep. I follow.
0: It didn't air. Sadly. But, I mean, again, I. I don't want to keep saying the line that I kept saying last year, but seriously, it's all connected. Everything's all connected, which is, and which it's, is nuts.
1: It is really, especially here in Colorado. I mean, yeah, you, you dive down one hole and you find, you know, the prairie dog holes where everything comes together. And it's like this is like a <clears throat> like Argo Mill and Blackhawk and Central City and like. We did a Central City episode. We did an Argo Mill episode, but guess what? They all connect. I I,
2: I glanced over all of the gold rush and silver rush stuff related to the Ute tribes, because obviously it was their land, and everyone came in and was like, oh, there's gold here? We'll just take this from you guys. We're just going to take the We're just going to move you guys over here down into the basement. For real. That's that's, that's that's, what they did. Yeah. Instead of a basement, it's called a reservation,
1: but... Yeah, and, the, and then it's they wondered very, why, you know, the, the natives were. <laughs> it's my stapler. And, th- and then they wondered why the natives were, you know, raping and scalping their frickin' people, you know? Like, yeah. they were pissed off.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, it, cause and effect, man. Cause and effect.
1: So, I guess um, something that I heard recently is Native Americans' DNA is most close or. What would I say that closely resembled by uh, Asian DNA? Because hmm. when the ice bridge was there,
2: wait between Alaska and Russia, uh-huh. yeah, yeah,
1: it's the the Asians at that time walked across the ice bridge, left and new land, and then the ice bridge melted, and there's your Native Americans.
2: My my mom actually thought that she she swore up and down. Until DNA tests became a thing and widespread, she thought that she was very closely related to Native Americans. And then she took one of those twenty-three and Me tests, and uh, I think that was the only thing she didn't have on there. <laughs> she, she was kind of disappointed, but uh, yeah, it's well. That's uh, this guy. He thought yeah.
1: he was. He thought he was Italian.
0: Well, that was mainly because hey, look at that, my mother. <laughs> how's is how's now- your mother? My mother is not Italian. My mother is also not Native American, but she swore by it. Mm. Huh. I mean, we bought horses and the whole gambit, dude. It was well, we, she bought horses,
2: the whole gambit. She embraced it very heavily.
0: Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sioux Indian. You know, that's, that was her. That was her belief. Mm. Sioux
1: were like middle or Midwest, Midwestern.
2: Th- there was a lot of ties between Utes and Sioux, and there was another. Well, oh,
0: there's two more.
2: Big one as well, yeah. Arapaho and Cheyenne. Yeah,
0: in yeah. In this region, yep. And I, and I and I could be wrong. I'm just going off of our research. No, because
1: the Utes were in there. It was it was the Cheyenne yeah. and the Arapaho and the Utes during Sand Creek. So well, that's
2: why you have Uray, Colorado. Yep. You know, things like that. So. Yeah. yeah, that was actually one of the Ute Indian chiefs. Along there was actually three others too, um, that were over the Utes that I read. There was also Ignacio, which is a city that's on the Southern Ute Reservation, um, oh. and he has he has a memorial there for him too. Actually, he, there's a mem- the memorial is all four of the Ute tribes. They they each faced a northeast, south, and west. Huh?
1: Isn't there a Ute Peninsula?
2: Mm, I would assume so.
1: The Ute Peninsula. I swear to God, that's that's a thing.
2: Google. Yeah. I'm,
1: now we're just spitballing because, I swear to God, there's a Ute, Ute Peninsula, and I don't know where it is.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure either. But the,
1: those tribes span so many hundreds and thousands of miles, man. It's crazy to, like, when we were doing Sand Creek, we're like, this thing is
2: massive. Yeah.
1: Like, massive. The the Cheyenne went into Montana and Colorado. It's yeah. like modern Montana and Colorado and Wyoming.
2: We well, you also you have to remember that, you know, a lot of these – tribes were nomadic in, in in a sense like in the sense of that they would follow seasonally kind yeah. of the the herds and yeah you know uh, obviously you don't want to live where there's snow but you don't want to live where there's no animals either right like so they
1: would follow the animals and uh, yeah yeah
2: have you ever seen a, a teepee packed up like like how how they pack up a teepee and stuff no it's uh, maybe it's amazing
1: actually uh, maybe
2: yeah it's pretty cool i mean because it's basically just a bunch of poles all tied together at the top yep and then you kind of just throw some Whatever's, hides, hides whatever, around it. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever hide around yeah. it
1: and yeah. light a fire and let the smoke go out the top.
2: Yeah.
0: They're a lot bigger than I think we anticipate because, I mean, you're able to put a lot of people in there. M- yeah, multiple 12, families. 12 to 15 people. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's not, <laughs> come on, man, I bought a 12-person tent and I could barely fit an air mattress in there.
1: <laughs> <Hey>. Modern problems.
0: <laughs> right? But. <laughs> It doesn't compare in the size of a teepee. And yep. it's engineered to, to, like you said, light a fire in the yeah. middle. Yep. Mm-hmm. And,
1: man, these people weren't dying because they were cold. They weren't dying because they were cold, and they weren't dying from
0: burning alive. So they, they figured it out. And
1: that animal skin kept the heat in, because that's what it was supposed to do. Yeah. The hides.
0: One, well, like you were talking about earlier, using absolutely every piece of an animal. Yep. So you had bear hides, buffalo hides, whatever hides, this, that, and the other. So
1: it's funny because I was (laughs) – just before we went to dinner, I I was watching uh, Ace Ventura When Nature Calls. (laughs) Yes. Classic. (laughs) Yes. Bumblebee tuna. The the bat. It's like the big or the great white bat has great white guano. (laughs) (laughs) Guano. And and they made all of their pots and, you know, dishes and – Treats. He's like, oh, this is a delicious strawberry paste. <laughs> <laughs> What's it made from? Bat droppings. He's like, Puh. drops everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was all excited about the bowls. Yeah. Collect your own set.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, just being resourceful, though. That's it. Everything, man. Yeah. Everything. That's true. I know that was- have, have either of you guys been to the Plains Conservation Center? <sighs> we talked about it last season yeah we did, did you? we drove by it a lot uh, yeah guaranteed in our twos and froms you guys are missing out man it's pretty cool um so i actually went there twice once the first time was kind of just a go in there trip to see animals they, they have like a, a couple of farmhouse animals like pigs sheep um, cows chickens stuff like that so you see those and you can kind of touch them a little bit um if you want And then uh, they have, like, a little visitor center that has, you know, information about the Indians and the the different animals in the area and all that kind of stuff. Um, But they also then have a tour. You can do a wagon ride tour, um, which I was going to at least pitch to you guys, but anyone's obviously welcome. But um, they have a wagon ride tour that you hop on the wagon and they pull it behind a a truck, and you can go around the kind of like a a long – oval shape around the whole place and on the the tour we saw bald eagles both babies and full adults they had all kinds of pronghorn deer um all all kinds of other different animals too rabbits different things like that uh they had indian uh, indians (laughs) indian teepees like replicas yeah uh uh, so that that was one of the things i was thinking of was is when you guys were talking about the, the size of a teepee they, you actually can walk in the teepees yeah. and they're full size. Like they are huge. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So yeah, just, I, I highly recommend it. Um, And there's different w- times to go of the year. They have different events. They have free days. They have paydays, all kinds of different things. So we should, we should go all of us. Yeah. At least to kind of close out this research as well. Before we talk more. I again. agree.
0: We need to hold each other accountable to this because we threatened to go. We never did. So,
1: yeah. No, I agree. I'm 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 in. Let's let's make a
0: a pact, a, a,
1: a family gathering and go do this shit. Go do this stuff.
2: Yeah. Now that I found my camera, we can actually take some good pics too.
1: Well, it works out. Yeah. And everything happens for a reason.
0: Yet another contribution oh. our buddy Joe is going to bring along is the tech side because mm. well, yep.
1: New logo coming soon.
0: I aren't that smart. (laughs) I aren't that smart. Uh, Did you guys like the logo? Which one do you like? I want to put it up for a vote. Not so much amongst us. Just see if we get any interaction. No, it's just going to be between us. Anyway.
1: All right. I still don't know what to do for an outro, guys, but uh, I'll figure it out or it'll just sort of end. Without just to
0: recap, just to recap. We're trying to rebrand a bit, with a little bit newer content. Just different content. We we'll yep. talked a little bit about it, but you know, we got our buddy Joe on board. He's going to help us out with a lot of the tech, and he's got a lot of world experience that yeah. we just don't have. So When we're going to we will be on YouTube this season.
1: So this may be the last just audio episode. Maybe. Maybe next episode might be as well, but we'll figure it out.
0: We're going to work through those bugs, but again.
1: And we also have uh, a blue-collar recruiting company that wants to come on and speak with us about what they do and wants to obviously hear what we do. So that'll be in the next, I think, two weeks, probably episode three or four, somewhere in there.
0: Ooh. Yeah, look forward to it. Next we expect a lot of expansion in the fact that we're going to talk to just different podcasters that, I mean, we, we emphasize a lot of drinks last time, which isn't going to be so much the case this time. However, sometimes, however, we'll talk to them. I mean, I love being a good whiskey. I love me a good beer and, you know, would like to get some just different insights, uh, out there. So we're going to try and pair up with just different, uh, everybody. Oh, All collars.